What's crack-a-lackin'? What sounds great for snackin'? <laughs> You're listening to Chatting It Up, the only radio show where I make terrible jokes about Culver's. The only one? I bet I could find another one with his bad jokes about Culver's. Darn. Or I'll you make ruined a my introduction. One. Anyway, I'm Greg Burns, and I'm not gonna screw up my lines this time, and joining me today we have... My name's Thomas Delzite. Because I was definitely not going to say it. Yeah, no, I, I could see the fear in your eyes. You're like, I know his first name, but his last name is like a lot of syllables. And there's def- a lot of. I was definitely probably going to say like Thomas something with a D. I, all I remember was it was a D. Tom D. I don't think anyone calls me that. I know my um, my brother at work got called Willie D for a long time because his name's William. Um, and that made me incredibly uncomfortable. And I think he started going by Willie D. He started writing on a ticket. It was a whole big ordeal. <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, like, at Culver's, I went by Lord, typically. <laughs> what? <laughs> you can't just say that. You can't just say, oh, yeah, I went by Lord. Well, it's because like, with my first paycheck, actually, I bought land in Scotland. <laughs> with the first paycheck I ever got, Period was from Culver's, and I immediately shipped it off to Scotland so I could be a lord. The first paycheck I ever got, I spent on buying Fallout 4 Game of the Year Edition that came with the Pip-Boy, and I still have nice. that. I still have that. Oh, man, I, I always really wanted the Pip-Boy, but sadly I got it, like, too far early. I jumped onto the Fallout train way too late. Yeah. Sad. I love Fallout. It's one of my favorite franchises. Um, and I'm going to be castracized on the internet if I say this. I have only played 4 in New Vegas. Or, I'm sorry, 4 and 76 all the way through. I have tried playing New Vegas. It does not run on my computer. I have tried playing Fallout 3 on my Xbox, and I just haven't been home for a long enough period to really get into it. Yeah. During winter break one year, I was like, I'm just going to play Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas. Because I want to beat them. Because like mm-hmm. so many people talk so good about it. My synopsis, or whatever that word is. Synopsis. Synopsis. You're close. I'm closer. Because <laughs> I don't think I got it right the second <laughs> nope. time either. No, you did not. My soliloquy. My salafras. Colander. Anyway, uh, my takeaway from three, I didn't like it at all. No. There's no aiming mechanic. No. And uh, there's just a lot of super mutants. I spent probably an hour in that game stuck in the simulation where the German guy is actually a little girl. And it made me really uncomfortable. And I also, I got to the end where you had to kill everyone. And I felt so bad that I restarted it. But I hadn't quick saved in a while. So I had to restart the whole mission. I was like, I don't want to kill these people. There's multiple ways to end that. Yeah. uh, End it. And like one of them is murdering everyone. Kill everyone. Another one is like kill the dog. And there's a third Who's your dad. Yeah. Spoilers I, I think for there's, the there's a third option game. where you don't kill anyone. I think you just have to have a high enough. If I remember correctly, you just have a high enough speech thing, and you convince the German little girl to end the sim- simulation. Yeah, which I'm pretty sure I did that because yeah. I'm pretty sure in all my Fallout runs, I have incredibly high charisma. Oh yeah, that was that was my favorite thing in Fallout Four because like one of my favorite parts of it was just like the base building, and you could only have as many people in your settlement. You could have I think it was ten base. 
plus however many, however many charisma points you had. So the max you could have was like 18. So I always just went super high into charisma and then you could just eat a whole bunch of drugs to get your charisma up to like 22. And then invite, just keep inviting people to the same settlement. So it was just- That's pretty cool. It, now the, um, the main game save that's like three years old on my computer, which has like 17 real life days played on it on the same game save, I managed to get, I think 45 settlers at my uh at sanctuary hills nice. i've spent probably eight days alone just building in sanctuary hills i, I have an addiction yeah build, i also build it in, no longer runs yeah. i can't even fast travel to sanctuary hills anymore because it just crashes the game i have to fast travel to red rock and walk across the bridge <laughs> oh you poor man having to walk across the bridge it's very sad <laughs> i haven't been able to boot up the game in a couple months either because of that but yeah no fallout 3 didn't enjoy it very well i just skipped right through the storyline pretty much because i was like i'm not gonna do any side quests fallout new vegas though i actually enjoyed that and like one of my favorite things about the whole like charisma heavy characters is the fact that you get all those unique dialogue options mm -hmm. and some of them are really goofy stories you get as well like i don't remember any off the top of my head but i just know that like sometimes like i just convince people to do like some random crazy thing and they're like okay yeah it seems legit yeah this seems like a pretty good idea why shouldn't i like I, I don't know if you know game. about the game west of loathing or not no i do not uh it's 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 a very simplistic graphical game wise like 2d stick figures graphics but all the conversation is held text-based uh okay. and so there's like three major ways to play the game uh, there's like, you know, like the more bronze character, there's the more magic character, and then the more dexterous character. I had my character just full on, just all my points went into like charisma and dexterity. And like, let me tell you in that game- You were just a lying son of a gun. Not only lying, but you could convince people to do crazy things. <laughs> like I, t I full on convinced this one goblin mayor of a town. I was like, hey, What's your favorite thing? And he's like, ice cream. I love ice cream. He's like, awesome. There's ice cream over there. And he was like, really? And I was like, yes. And he was like, good thing I brought my ice cream spoon today. And then he ran off to go get some ice cream. Did he make it back? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about his well-being. Why don't I check on him? Oh, man. That, that, that game is so ridiculous. I, I loved it. It was just... It's definitely the kind of game that, like, I love because it's, like, it lets you be a very charismatic character and then just, like, makes you, like, the, the story just gets more ridiculous the more charismatic you are, pretty <laughs> much. Because <laughs> you can just convince people literally anything you want and it works. That's the way to go. Oh, yeah. What are we talking about? Video editing? <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> I haven't even said what we're talking about today. Yeah. Hi, so today we are talking about video editing. Yeah. Typically this part happens about 10 minutes ago, but um... <laughs> yeah, what's the time code now? Hold on. Uh, we just hit the 10 minute mark. This is a pretty good intro, I hey, think. Hey, yeah, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the introduction. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's who I am. I'm a Fallout nerd and I edit videos. That's, that's my personality. Um, that's all we need to know. That's the end of the video, folks. Thanks for listening. But yeah, I edit videos. Um, is it bad that I genuinely can't think of what to say after that? I mean, I do the opposite. I edit audio. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not really the opposite. It's 
if, you know, if anything, I'm doing twice the work because, like, you're just doing the I audio. Know. I'm lazy. But I, I, yeah, I have to do things that you hear and see, and that's a lot of work, man. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't really remember exactly what got me into it. I know why I wanted to get into it, and that's what every um, middle schooler going through middle school in the early to mid-2010s was, is they wanted to be a Minecraft YouTuber. So I was like, I got what it takes. So my first video, I'm pretty sure I uploaded at the end of 8th grade, in which I played Minecraft on my laptop, which was not designed to play any game, let alone record video and audio for about 45 minutes before the game crashed and then I just was like yeah this is a banger and uploaded it straight to YouTube <laughs> and then it took me about probably a year after that point before I actually edited anything um, I was just like yep get home from school just we're gonna, play until the PC crashes we're gonna play Rocket League at 15 frames per second I'm gonna drop connection multiple times. It's gonna be an hour long file and it's gonna go straight to YouTube. And all of those videos are still online. You can still go find those videos to this day. I have been told by my mom, I'm not allowed to take them down because she thinks that hearing me when I was 14 is cute or whatever, um, but it's fine. And then when I was in freshman year of high school, I said, you know what? I'm a big kid now. I'm going away from all that old stuff. I can, I'm gonna know how to edit. I'm gonna make my own channel. Cause that's the other thing is the channel, the first channel I had was a group channel with two, two of my best friends. So I'm gonna make my own channel. I'm gonna be my own, I'm gonna be my own person. It's not like I already didn't do that on the first channel, but like there are two or three other videos that were uploaded from not me, but most of them were from me. I'm gonna do it on my own. And then that was about six years ago. And now I actually, like, am capable of editing entirely through um, sheer willpower and just, I guess, hatred towards myself of, like, yeah, I know that there's probably better options of keyframing. However, instead of using a program that allows me to keyframe, I'm going to use this free program that doesn't run well. And I'm just going to um, crop every single frame of the video to be at a slightly different location, kind of like if you hand drew a stop motion flip book. And that's how I did my keyframing uh, for probably the first three or four years that I, I, uh, I didn't even know it was called keyframing. I, I just, I mean, it's just tracking, but yeah, um, continuity editing. Well, here's the thing about continuity is that it's surprisingly difficult to do when you're hunting for ghosts. I learned that last weekend. A little teaser. We're going to take a quick commercial break here. When we get back, we're going to be talking more about... Honestly, I have no idea, but just come back soon. Welcome back to Chatting It Up on UCM Radio, The Beat. Where were we? Where are we going? So yeah, um, I I don't know how much you know, because like I think at this point you know, like I have a YouTube. I bit like I mentioned earlier, you have a I've been 
Yeah, I did, man. Oh. You didn't know that? I'm, I, I honestly assumed you did because I post about it, and I don't... No, it's because, or, like, five minutes ago, you, you said you had a YouTube channel. Yeah, I know, but yeah, I, that, I kind of that assumed that you joke. knew about it before. Oh. Uh, oh. See, I was going more, like, after, like oh. behind the camera, like... I don't know. This is all very... <laughs> Anyways. Let's break the fourth wall real quick. Break the fourth wall real quick. Um, uh, I hate editing, Greg. I hate you, and you suck, and you know what you did. I know what you did, too. I'll find out. I don't know right now, but I'll, I'll learn. I'll know. Um, he was the one that made the porno like, that Cordell refers to all the time. There's a pretty, like... I don't know if it's an even split, but there's a pretty significant split of, like, two halves of what I edit. 50% of it is just, like, generic gameplay garbage that you see on the internet. It's, oh, it's me and my friends playing this game. This is the stupid bit that we come up with. These are the jokes that we make while playing it. It's never, like, we almost never care about the actual game. It's how can we break, abuse, and make jokes off this. The other half of it is, how about we spend five hours um, making the worst food imaginable and then presenting it to our friends as if it's a fancy dinner party. Um, because that's what we did last May, and we made such dishes as uh, hot dog water jello. And we filled, and well, me specifically, I filled uh, Twinkies. I removed the frosting and filled it with mayo. Uh, we made a pizza that had spaghetti, craft uh, Singles, Trail Mix, and there's something else on it. I forget what else. Um, we made, uh, quote-unquote, chocolate pudding that was in fact uh, sour cream mixed with um, like Hershey syrup so we we just you know have a good time and we're like what is the dumbest idea possible that no sane person would ever do and then we just kind of do it and usually it doesn't go over how I expect in the slightest but sometimes it goes really well um, so last semester I've always like okay a little bit about me as a kid, I loved watching the like ghost hunting shows, but not because I actually thought that they were like good, but I just loved picking apart the logic in them. And I have a whole like 15 minute tirade that we're not gonna get into about me and ghost shows because there's a lot to unpack. Yeah, no, I, I also used to watch uh, ghost shows when I was mm -hmm. a kid. I mean, like there was a part of me that was like, you know, oh, I, I wanna believe it's true. But then there's the other part of me that's like, but this is like a TV ghost show. It's like the, mo most of this is, they always find a ghost. Yeah. There's always a ghost. It's like, but it was it was just so cool to actually watch it mm -hmm. and like you know them using like the equipment and going through these spooky areas. Like they yeah. really were spooky areas, yeah. and it was just like it's it I, was pretty cool to watch. I've been to in my life. I've been to some spooky areas that I would love, absolutely love to go back to and shoot a ghost. The show. fourth floor of Yeter. Oh, I that is legitimately a question. Like they're like it's allegedly haunted. I was like, how can I get in there? I know it's probably riddled with asbestos. I know that the building is probably gonna fall apart if I like stub my toe on a door frame, but I would love to go hunt ghosts in the fourth floor of Eater. Uh, they the used museum. to actually, uh, every Halloween, they do haunted tours on the fourth floor. Really? Yeah, they used to do that. Oh, I'm actually genuinely sad I missed that. That sounds like a great time. Dude, I walked out, this was probably in like September. It was fairly late at night, probably like 11.30, and I just went for a, rock, a walk around campus. And I was um, walking past that building completely on my own. And there was just like a single light. I think it was on the basement. Um, light on in the hallway. So you could just see like part of the wall through the door frame. And just like a light dim. Or a dim light in coming into the room. And I was just like. I was looking at it for a little bit. And then I was like. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> I just went back inside. 
Like, I, like, there's nothing overtly haunted about it other than it's just a creepy building from the 1940s that probably hasn't been maintained in about 30 years. Um, and that in, its, in and of itself is creepy. But yeah, I, like, I've always wanted to do like a ghost show because I was like, I think I know how they do it. I think that I could do it too. And I also just think it'd be really fun to kind of poke fun at it. So instead of doing a ghost show, we did a um, Bigfoot hunting spoof in December of 2020. And it has been one of my all-time favorite projects to work on. We got two, and this probably won't mean anything to most people, but I'll say it anyways. We had two NX, or the NX9, NX95, whatever is what we use. We used um, two XA55 cameras, which have infrared. So you can literally do, uh, like, the night vision cameras. Went out to Lewisburg, Kansas. There's a park that we've been going to since we were, you know, late elementary school for campouts with the scouts and stuff like that. And we just went there, hunted uh, a Bigfoot creature called the Beeman, which is essentially a nine foot tall gorilla descended from a 12 foot tall gorilla that escaped a crashed circus train in the early 1900s and then mated with some other creature and depending on what image of it you find it either looks like bigfoot or it looks like a werewolf there's no in between um there's also little to nothing to be heard of this online i just was in a class last year and then we were talking about the legitimacy of like bigfoot hunting articles and like tips and tricks to avoid bigfoots when you're on campouts in like west virginia and i was like you know i've always wondered I think I what? think I, I know about that. Was that in like a uh, like a what was it? The uh, like how to college class? Yeah, it was called okay. University Foundation. Yeah, that's the yep. one. Yep, we did yeah. that assignment, and while most people are like this assignment's dumb, I was like, screw this assignment. I've got a great idea. Um, so we planned to do it. We're like, yeah, well, let's get some cameras. We'll go to, like we know the location, we know what we're hunting for, and we had a absolute blast. The, we went in with no plan other than just like, oh, we'll get some like, quote unquote, weapons. Like we had a baseball bat, a golf club. One of my friends has a um, tennis ball launcher for like a dog <laughs> that you can shoot. And like a tennis ball itself would only shoot out like, I don't know, maybe 15 feet. Um, but when we were at his house, we tested it out with like one of the dried up insides of like a walnut. Stuffed that in there and shot it and it went like three yards down. We're like, viable weapon right here. So we brought all that stuff out. That was the only plan. We're like, we're going to hunt this thing. Completely forgot about it. Came up with this huge narrative. Um, I, we recorded that at the... It was the first weekend of winter break uh, last year. And I spent probably two weeks working on it. To this day, one of my favorite projects I've ever done. It was, it was so much fun. Nice. Um, and I'm actually very proud of the final, final product. Oh, can't speak. <laughs> I'm very proud of the way that the final Don't project... worry, this is just audio, so like speaking's yeah. not mandatory. No, no, I, as long as I look cute. <laughs> yep. It's probably one of my favorite projects, the way that the final project turned out. I absolutely love it, and we loved it so much that we said we're going to do a sequel to this, where we do in fact hunt ghosts. And last weekend I was home, and we weren't doing anything... And we're just like, yeah, screw it. Who wants to go out and just do anything? Because any time that that happens with my friend group of like, let's go, just go do something spontaneous, it always ends poorly, such as um, riding office chairs down a loading dock at 2 in the morning and eventually dragging the office chairs behind a car at 25 miles an hour. 
Um, we went out thrift shopping and found a whole, we've done this several times, just found a whole bunch of useless crap, uh, including a framed portrait of TF2 uh, spy and um, medic at Goodwill. <laughs> um, we have also found a monk, this is a video that's almost a year, recorded almost a year ago that we still have not edited, and it's the longer we don't, the longer I don't edit it, the funnier it gets. Of a, um, there's a monkey at a pet shop where I'm from. It's just a monkey in a cage, and one of my friends is Polish, and he started speaking Polish to it, and it started throwing things at him. And we're like, this monkey hates the Slavic language. Um, it, I can't have normal outings, is what I'm trying to say. All, something must go wrong. It's literally Murphy's Law of Stupidity. I mean, if you want to talk summer camp stories... Oh, I've got a lot of those. <laughs> I've got a lot of those. I'll let you... You gotta I mean, I, on those I was just gonna say that, like, uh, so I worked at summer camp uh, last summer. Nondescript summer camp. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I went to camp summer camp. It was awesome. Camp summer I, camp. Yep, I was a counselor at camp summer camp. Okay. It was great. <laughs> no, nah, nah, it was over at uh, Ohio, actually. On the border of Michigan and Ohio, okay. I went to Camp Frontier. Ooh, name drop. Dab on those haters. If you travel back in time to last summer, you can find Greg and put him in the grave. Yes, do it. But before you do, let me know you're going to do it. Say the key phrase, set the lake on fire, and then wait two minutes, and then you can kill me. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, enough time for you to run or, like, enough time no, to, like, enough make time a for me to, call? No, it's enough time for me to set the lake on fire. It, it's a very literal thing. Just oh. tell me to go set the lake on fire, and I'll do it. You're like, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was a great time. had a lot of fun. But any time we would leave camp to go do something... I was the person in the group who was like, they had to keep a watch. There was one point where like, it was great. We went to like a town fair. It was, you know, having some fun. We ate like, what's that? Funnel cake. We were eating funnel cake, you know, having a good time. Yeah. And so like, I was like, man, I gotta go to the bathroom. Like, oh, okay, Greg, we'll go find a bathroom real quick. We'll we'll wait here for you. And I was like, okay, cool. And I was walking around. It took me like 10 minutes to actually find a building that was open during this time because most of Main Street is closed down for the town fair. But I finally found a building that was open. I was like, I walk in. And I don't want to be, like, one of those people that's, like, walks like, into a building. Oh, welcome and... to our business. Oh, I just need the bathroom. Yeah, I really don't like being one of those persons. Yeah. Especially since I'm, you know, technically a tourist because mm-hmm. I'm not actually, you know, from here. So it's like, oh, yeah, it's just walk in. So I walk in and I'm per- I'm miming, looking at the stuff. <laughs> I'm pretending to look at everything while walking. I'm like... Hmm, you know, stopping a few places, you know, just <laughs> nodding silently. It's also very quiet. There's like no sound. There's other people walking around. What kind of business no is this that you're in? It's like, oh man, I. It's like someone's like, like, I don't even like. They have like. What I'm picturing is the antique store from Toy Story Four. Kind of. It's like it's like a, a modern antique store that makes up like no like ancient items, like yeah. modern items. So yeah, like, it's a bunch of like random stuff was there. So like. You know stuff like dog owners, stuff for cat owners, but not like toys or anything. Just like a, a plaque. pawn shop, like not a pawn. It's, it's stuff like they they have. Like I don't know. It's like you know, like you can buy like a sign that's like I love my you know Schnauzer, and they're like another <laughs> sign that's like I love my you know German. It's like those kinds of stuff. And then like you know, there's an aisle for like baby clothes, and like you know, an aisle for like other. I I don't know. I didn't really pay too much attention to the the stuff. I was just trying to find the bathroom. But eventually, I do. There's a big sign in the back that says 
bathroom. Like, like I'm talking about, like, when I say big sign, I mean it is a yard by two yards. Oh, my God. That says like, restroom. Like, like, comically large, if you needed to, like, bring this to a new location, you would have to rent a U-Haul large. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. It's just it just says restrooms with a big blue arrow and I'm like cool that's where I'm going and so I walk through the door and it takes me to like there's like it's it takes me to a stairwell okay and if you you go down I'm assuming that's where their, their supply is is if you go downstairs but then there's another door that's a, a much smaller sign that's like you know the regular like you know you know men women's restroom right. sign but this like back room like stairwell it's very weird because it's like the front of the building is like very nice and colorful and very clean and this area is like kind of grimy and like bricks and the kind like, of place that you would go to meet a hitman yeah but it gets worse because i go through the door right and it takes me to this very small room with a with curtains all around the room there's no walls it's just curtains around me i can't see behind the curtains and then there's just like I keep walking down this like small hallway pretty much with curtains everywhere and then there's just an open room no door in between the curtain hallway and this this room and there's just one flickering light and a toilet and a sink and a mirror and that's it and I'm like this is how I die yeah <laughs> I, I even do like a snapchat like story like I start recording like hey guys I'm gonna die in like two minutes, and like I re I do like a three six like record the area I'm in, and I start getting like frantic messages from my friends like, oh I'm Jake, are you okay? Like, <laughs> like how did you end up in the auction room for like every sex trafficking ring you've ever seen in a movie? Pretty much. That also just has like a an exposed gas station bathroom just in the middle of the room. Yeah, it was it was a tough time being in there. I was like, I luckily I made it out alive. Uh, and then proceeded to attempt to jump into this is like a, like 30 minutes later I attempted to jump into the fountain of the town, which is in the middle of uh, all the festivities And uh, my friends had dragged me away from that because they didn't want me getting kicked out of town Yeah, because it's like because normally if they kicked you out of town They're like, oh, you darn rascal kid go back go back home and you're like oh, sir I am at least nine hours away from my home Like <laughs> It was actually I, 12, but yeah. you know who's counting I said at least but yeah, man, I forgot about that story. It's been a while since I remember that story. Thanks for okay. watching, everybody. My name's Thomas. If you like me, which most people don't, but if you somehow do, go to youtube.com slash thomasekfd. I don't care if you subscribe. Just watch my content. I spent a lot of time making it. Watch the Beeman video. You'll know what I was talking about earlier. Um, you get to see my friend uh, who's Polish die. It's really funny. Um, yeah, that's me. Cool. And I... <laughs> <laughs> and sadly, that's all the time we have for this episode chatting it up, because I'm going to stick by the script, unlike Thomas here. Hey, I just... I don't plug myself often. This is the <laughs> one chance you invited me to do this. It's like, I can, hey, exactly. I can plug my YouTube channel. I know. This is my, my mom will find out about it, and yeah. like... And then she'll, she'll go, what is this guy on? <laughs> but anyway, sadly, that's all the time we're going to have for this episode. I'd just like to take a moment to thank Thomas Delzite, the D-Man, the Willie that. D. That's his brother. brother, actually. Yeah, that's my brother. But anyway, our Fallout lover and our film enthusiast and Overwatch player and that's it. Cordell's favorite student. Am I? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I'll ask him. Hey, Cordell. 
Hey, bro. We got questions for you. Yep. We need answers. Anyway, I've been Greg Burns, and you've been listening to Chatting It Up on UCM Radio, The Beat. Thanks for listening. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How long do you usually make these?